this Así week who did a, their homework. Voy a hacer ¿Quién hizo su tarea? If you didn't do your homework, just kind of nod your head like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> now last week we, we, we ended with talking about Judah. Eh, la semana pasada terminamos con hablar eh, sobre Judá. And if you guys remember the previous weeks, we, we had been talking about the two stakes and, and about the union of becoming one nation. Y en las últimas semanas hablamos sobre la profecía de Ezequiel, co como los dos eh, palos se iban a unir a un solo, eh, un solo palo. Dos palos se iban a unir a un palo. And become one nation. Una rama. Y, y, y se iban a convertir en una nación. Amen. Now, I didn't go too much into details because we had already talked about Ezekiel 37. But if you went home and you read Ezekiel 37, you will know when I was talking about Judah and Ephraim becoming one nation what it meant. E iban a, a ver ahí en esa profecía lo que significaba cuando Judá y Efraín se unían en una sola rama. If you guys remember on, on chapter 48, en el capítulo 48, si se recuerdan, it spoke about Ephraim and Manasseh, which were the two sons of Joseph. E hablamos sobre Efraín y Manasseh, que eran los dos hijos de José. And we spoke about the double portion of blessing that they received through Jacob, their grandfather. Y hablamos sobre la, la, la doble porción de bendición que recibieron eh, a través de Jacob. And technically, again, Jacob was their grandfather. Y Jacob era su abuelo. But we saw that he kind of took ownership of these two sons of Joseph and brought him in as his own sons. And if you guys remember, he said that Judah, I mean, um, Ephraim and Manasseh will take the place of Reuben and Simeon. Reuben which were the two first sons of Jacob. Que eran los dos primeros hijos de Jacob. And as we learned last week, there is two parts to the first blessing of the firstborn. Y como aprendimos, hay dos partes de la primera bendición del primogénito. The first one was la primera era leadership or ruling. Liderazgo. And the second one was a double portion of wealth. Y el segundo era una doble porción de riquezas. Now by Jacob giving each Ephraim and Manasseh a portion of wealth in reality Joseph received a double portion now we saw last week that Reuben had a rude awakening when it came to his blessing Vimos que cuando eh, Jacob fue a bendecir a Rubén, eh, no terminó como Rubén esperaba. Uh, we saw Simeon had a rude awakening on his blessing. También Simeón no eh, recibió una bendición que él tampoco esperaba. Uh, we saw Levi got some sort of a blessing, but didn't actually receive any property or any land. Y Levi recibió una bendición, pero no recibió propiedad ni tierra. But I do believe that they probably received one of the best blessings they could inherit, and that was the blessing of God himself. And then it came to Judah. Y ahora estamos en Judá. And Judah received what would have been the firstborn blessing to Reuben of the part of leadership. 
y eh, él recibió lo que sería la primera parte del liderazgo de Rubén. And so it skipped three generations, basically. Y eh, sobresaltó tres generaciones. And it went on to the fourth. Y ahora eh, fue hacia el cuarto. And that was interesting because we learned y aprendimos that the firstborn blessing que la bendición primogénita doesn't necessarily mean the first one out of the womb. No necesariamente quiere decir que será una bendición para el primero que sale del vientre. It was a preeminent blessing based on who they were and Era that una, was Judah receiving it and Ephraim which was the youngest son of all. Era eh, una bendición acuerdo a lo que ellos habían hecho o habían sido en su pasado. And so sometimes we have that concept of mind that, oh, because they're the firstborn, we think that they're going to receive the firstborn blessing according to what's happened throughout history. Y tenemos ese concepto que el primogénito, siendo el primero que nace, va a recibir esa bendición de primogénito. But we saw last week that that was not the case. Pero vimos la, la semana pasada que ese no fue el caso. And when Jacob spoke, y cuando Jacob habló, his blessings were not only blessings, no fue but were prophecies. Pero Remember, the outcome of their descendants was what Jacob spoke over his children. The, what, what Jacob was speaking over his sons, Lo que Jacob sobre sus hijos, it wasn't directly to them. No era directamente hacia ellos. It was going to go through them, through their descendants. Era para su descendencia. And we learned that every word that Jacob spoke last week over the first sons, over the ones that we went over last week, it was precise and on point. Y vimos que todas las palabras que Jacob habló sobre los primeros hijos que cubrimos la semana pasada era precisa y perfecta. So again, we saw Judah receive partial firstborn blessing of leadership and ruling. Vimos a Judá recibir bendición de liderazgo. Today we're going to go over the next couple of sons. Hoy vamos a continuar con los próximos hijos. And we're going to see a lot of the blessings today are very short and sweet and straight to the point. Y vamos a ver que las bendiciones de hoy son bien cortas pero al punto. Uh, we're actually still not going to finish chapter 49. <laughs> and so uh, I'm hoping next week to, to, to be finished with that. <laughs> so we can move into Exodus. I am going very slow. You don't want me to go fast. <laughs> um, guys, the reason why I'm breaking this down so much. La razón por la cual estoy... Haciendo este estudio en partes. Because I don't want you guys to miss anything. Porque no quiero que, que pierdan nada. I want you to understand, again, that these blessings are not just blessings. They're prophecies. Quiero que entiendan que no son solamente bendiciones a las tribus, sino son profecías a estas tribus. If you guys study and you see what's going on in the Middle East and everything, you will see what has transcended for thousands and thousands of years ago is actually happening today. Si ustedes ven lo que están pasando en, en el medio, medio Oriente, yeah. eh, es, es básicamente lo que está ocurriendo hoy mismo. I'll give you a little nugget of wisdom. Te voy a dar un pedacito de sabiduría. And this has nothing to do with the teaching. No tiene nada que ver con la enseñanza. You guys know the Philistines? ¿Ustedes conocen los filisteos? If you translate Philistines, 
si eh, traducen la palabra filisteos, it translates to palestines. Eh, se, se traduce a la palabra eh, palestin, palestinos. palestinos. Think about in the Middle East what's taking place in the, uh, in the argument, in the battle for land mm -hmm. between Israel and the Palestinians. And we're going to go today over mm -hmm. certain borders and you're going to say, wow, it y makes a whole lot of sense. Y hoy vamos a estudiar ciertas eh, eh, áreas y van a, se van a dar cuenta que todo tiene sentido. This is thousands of years ago, guys. Esto fue profetizado miles y miles de años. And it's coming into play now. Y ahora lo estamos Again, viendo entre it, la guerra eh, por la tierra. It, it was not to the original 12, it was through their descendants. Porque la profecía y la bendición a las tribus no fueron para ellos, sino para su descendencia. Amen? Wow, amen. All right, let's pick up on Genesis 49, verse 13. Genesis 49, versículo 13. And we're going to read from 13 to 15. And we can put it in Spanish up here, Jonathan, please. Genesis 49, verse 13. And it says, Sebulun shall dwell by the, haven, by the haven of the sea. He shall become a haven for ships, and his border shall adjoin Sidon. His border show Adon Sidon. Sorry, we'll stop there for a second. I, a I don't, don't want to go into Issachar yet. Notice that Jacob now goes completely out of order. We're not going in order anymore. Ya no yendo en, en orden. The order stopped at Judah. El orden paró en Judá. But Pero, he still maintains talking about the sons of Leah. Él sigue hablando ahora sobre los hijos de Leah. Through Leah? A través de Leah? And through her concubine. Y a través de su concubina. He goes out of order. Sale de orden. But still maintains talking about Leah. Pero mantiene hablando sobre Leah. Leaving the best for last. Dejando lo mejor para lo último which were his favorite wife, Rachel, que fue su, eh, favorita, Raquel, and his two favorite sons. Y sus dos hijos We continue to see division between the sons. La entre los hijos. And even though the blessings and the prophecies tend to get a little bit better, y las y las se un poco, they're short and to the point. Son y al punto. It's as if Jacob didn't have much to say about the sons of Leah. Como si él no tuvo mucho que decir sobre los hijos de Lea. Or anything good about them, for that matter. O no tuvo nada bueno que decir sobre los hijos de Lea. Except for Judah himself. Excepto Judah, eh, Judah. Amen? Amen. We see that Sebulun, his blessing is called him to be a merchant and a trader. Vemos que Sabulón eh, fue llamado para ser uno que... Eh, intercambia mercancía Please take notes because Tomen all this nota. is going to begin to make sense as we go through scripture. Notice it says Sebulun shall dwell by the haven of the sea he shall become a haven for ships. Sabulón habitará junto a la orilla de los mares y sobre la 
la mejor de las naves. So meaning he was to make sure that whatever came in on the ports, it will go through his hands. This, this was a pretty good blessing. This was a wealthy blessing. Esto fue una bendición eh, bastante rica. Zebulon would end up what I call double dipping. Zebulon eh, tenía lo que yo llamo double dipping. Double dipping. You're kidding me here. Come on. Uh, because his territory su would cover ports. Listen to this. Iba a iba a cubrir naves on the Sea of Galilee en el, 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 el mar de Galilea, and on the Mediterranean. Y en el, el Mediterranean. His land or his territory was split both seas. Su iba los dos mares. Meaning what came on the Sea of Galilee to go to the Mediterranean had to go through his territory. Tenía que pasar primero por su territorio. And what came into the Mediterranean y lo que entraba por el Mediterráneo to go through the Sea of Galilee para llegar al, al mar de Galilea had to go through his territory. Tenía también que pasar a través Now de his territory, territory precisely did not touch the borders, did not touch the waters. Pero su territorio no tocaba las, las aguas. But it was so big and so massive Pero era tan grande that no matter which way you had to go, you had to go through his territory. Not only that, no solo eso, one of the richest trading of routes of that era, uno de los trabajos más importantes de esa, eh, no, trading, el, el, intercambio, el intercambio, más importante de esa era, was called the Via Maris. Eh, se llamaba el Via Maris. And it's spelled V-I-A, M-A-R-I-S. This ran all the way from Syria. Eso, eh, iba desde, desde Syria. Look how massive this was. This ran all the way from Syria, iba desde Syria through the promised land a través de la tierra prometida, all the way down to Egypt. Y bajaba hasta el Egipto. Notice that every time Egypt is referred in the Bible is always talked about down. Eh, dase cuenta que cada vez que la Biblia habla de Egipto siempre eh, señala hacia abajo. There was nothing good coming out of that. Nada bueno sale de Egipto. It was a place where the Israelites suffered. We know that. Eran lo, donde los israelitas, eh, But it was also a place of multiplication, as we saw. Pero mismo que fue un lugar de multiplication for God's people. Para los hijos de Dios. Not for the Egyptians. No para los Amen. Amen. So again, this route was the richest trading route, and it went from Syria to Egypt. Now, via Maris... Via Maris, in Latin means en Latin significa way of the sea. El, el lugar de la, de los mares. The way of the sea. El camino de los mares. And we see this described in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1. Y vemos esto en Isaías 9, capítulo 1. Which we will tie this later on que vamos a esto, eh, a lo largo. to the last son and the last blessing that we're going to speak about. Cuando hablamos de la, del último hijo, la última bendición. That's why please don't miss this and take notes so you can tie one to the other at the end. Por eso escuchen y tomen nota para que se den cuenta lo que pasa al final del capítulo 49. Now just as the blessing of Zebulun is described, so was the tribe's biblical history. Así como de, eh, se describieron la bendición de Zebulun, también describieron la historia de sus 
descendencia. Not much came out of this tribe. No mucho salió de esta tribu. In other words, there was no person of major interest. No hubo nadie eh, importante. Uh, none of power. Nadie con poder. Came out of this tribe. Nadie salió de esta tribu. And we're going to see in the next couple of sons is something very similar. Y vemos en los próximos hijos algo muy similar. But the blessing of this tribe Pero la bendición de esta tribu set the path abrió camino and was able to build up the resources y, uh, yes. eh, eh, listen to this for what was to come. Para lo que iba a venir. They had enough resources Ellos tenían suficientes recursos because of the rich trading area that they covered por el área que ellos cub cubrían to be able to sustain eh, para poder sostener his brother and his blessing. Su hermano y su bendición. Please don't miss that. Now we do have one important biblical point of this tribe. Pero sí tenemos de, de esta tribu, tenemos un punto muy importante bíblico. And that's because they cover such a massive area, such a big territory. Y esa razón es porque cubren un territorio muy grande. They were one of the tribes that contributed the most men to go to war for King David. Eh, siendo un territorio tan grande, ellos fueron los que construyeron, constru, construyeron los más hombres para guerra en, en el equipo de David. When King David went to battle King Saul to take over Israel. Cuando David eh, peleó con eh, Saúl, el, Saúl para and we see this in 1 Chronicles 12.33. I'm not going to go into that. You can read that on your own later on. Amen? So Zebulun was a merchant and a trader. He covered a big area. Was very wealthy. And because of this blessing, he would now sustain what was to come. Él podía sostener lo que iba a venir. Let's see what's to come. Vamos a ver lo que iba a venir. Let's continue to read Genesis 49, verse 14. Continuamos con eh, versículo 14. Issachar is a strong donkey. I'm going to stop there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> At first, it seems like an insult. <laughs> If you call anybody donkey nowadays. Eh, primero, well, de depende qué, qué versión tiene. Pero... Eh, But we learn that in this era, Pero vamos a que esta, en esta era being called a strong donkey ser un burro was actually something good. Era algo bueno. yes, yes. Mi dice un de poder. Mine is called a strong donkey. <laughs> And I'll break that down in a minute. Give me a second. Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between two burdens. He saw that rest was good and that the land was pleasant and he bowed his shoulder to a bear, a burden, and became a band of slaves. Now again, very little As very little is talked about the, the, the tribe of Zebulun. Otra vez, muy poco fue hablado so, de, sobre la tribu de Zebulun. Even less is talked about Issachar. Mucho menos se habló de Issachar. I mean, he's referenced to a donkey. Primero lo llamaron un burro. And then saying that he, they will become a band of slaves. Y di, eh, simplemente dijeron que iban a convertirse en esclavos. 
to the point that Bible scholars had to come up with something good to say about Issachar. Hasta el punto que los eruditos tuvieron que inventar algo bueno sobre Isaacar. Because if your history is pretty much based on you being called a donkey, there's not much to talk about you. Si te llaman burro, no hay mucho que decir de, de ti. Now this tribe, even though it was the third largest, as is written in the book of Numbers, Esta tribu siendo la tercera más grande, as is written in the book of Numbers, como está escrito en el libro de Números, their territory su was within the territory of Sebulun. Era dentro del territorio de Sebulun. Remember what I said earlier. Recuerden lo que dije antes. Sebulun was a merchant and a trader. Sebulun era eh, un, una, uno que hacía intercambios. Very wealthy. Con muchas riquezas. This tribe, Esta tribu, even though it was larger, era más grande, their territory was inside the territory of Sebulun's. Estaba dentro del territorio de Sebulun. Because of this, we see a mutual benefit Por esto, vemos un beneficio mutuo from both tribes. De las dos tribus. Sebulun was very rich. Era, eh, muy rico. And so you say, well, what can the tribe of Issachar offer? Entonces uno se pregunta, ¿qué podía ofrecer la tribu de Issachar? They were referenced as a donkey. Fueron eh, referente como referencia a, a un burro. Uh, they said that they were pretty much a band of slaves. Y era un grupo de esclavos. Even though this was the third largest tribe, they were very docile, very noble people. Aunque, aunque era la, la tribu tercera, eh, era un, una persona muy dócil, nobles. But they had one key. Pero tenían una clave. And that because of that one key, you and I are learning today. Y por esa clave, tú y yo estamos aprendiendo hoy. There were people that reserved themselves to study, to study the principle of Torah. Wow. Eran personas que se habían separado para aprender los principios de la Torah. Their territory was within Sibilin. So at first it seemed that they didn't have much to offer. But when you look back and you begin to dig and study, you see that they had everything to offer. And how they were able to achieve this was because their territory was inside the territory of Sebulun. So the money that they needed was provided by Sebulun's tribe and the knowledge that Sebulun needed come on was given by Issachar's tribe. And so the Torah was able to reach out to millions of people because of this tribe that reserved themselves to study Por esta tribu que se reservó a estudiar, and because of the finances of the tribe of Sebulun. When God orchestrates something, it doesn't seem to make sense at first. Veces no tiene sentido para nosotros. What are these two tribes here to offer? How are they going to benefit from each other? ¿Qué, cómo se van a beneficiar, beneficiar estas dos but we see because of this trading route of Sebulun, Pero 
sabemos que el intercambio de Zebulón and because of the wealth of knowledge of Issachar y por el conocimiento de Issachar they complemented each other se complementaban and because wow. of that all that knowledge was dispersed out to the world for you and I to learn today y toda esa sabiduría fue dispersada por el mundo para que tú y yo podamos aprender hoy but it takes time to study if you read about this tribe and it's called a donkey that's where you stop it's like there's nothing to learn about this guy but when you begin to dig and you begin to uncover and study you will see where everything began it is amazing that the, thor the, the third largest uh, uh, tribe was within es, es increíble que la, la tribu, eh, la tercera tribu, was the third largest, la, la, la tercera más their grande, territory was within a tribe that was half their size. Estaba dentro de un territorio que era mitad de su, de su tamaño. God knew what he was doing. Dios sabía lo que estaba Listen, haciendo. God knows what he's doing in your life. It might not make sense at first. But listen, God knows what he's doing. Stick to it. Believe him for it. It might seem hard. But he's trying to work something in you to uncover something within your spirit that's going to help you uncover exactly what you're going through. God is about constantly working in our lives. We, see, we, we, we look at our lives sometimes and we see, oh, there's nothing happening and we think God is just sitting back on his throne twiddling his fingers. God is always up to something. I've always told you, your today is God's yesterday. No. Your today, tu hoy, is God's yesterdays. Think about that for a second. Your today is God's yesterday. Meaning, as you're coming into today, God is already doing something new tomorrow. Because when you approach tomorrow, God already opened and removed out of the way whatever he needed to remove for you to embrace what he has for you. If it's a door that he needs to open, here open that door. But if it's a door that he needs to close, God will also close a door. Listen, closed doors, I've said it before, they're not bad guys. They're for your own good. You might have walked into something that was not for you. A lo mejor ibas a entrar a algo que no era para ti. Because you let your emotions get the best of you. Porque dejaste que tus emociones te controlen. And you let your wants and your desires get the best of you, not what you needed. Y dejaste que tus deseos eh, tomen control y no lo que tú en realmente there's, necesitabas. There's a difference between wants and need. Hay una diferencia entre querer y necesitar. Our flesh wants. Nuestra carne quiere. The spirit is what needs. El es lo que and he knows exactly what he needs y él sabe muy bien lo que which most of the time is contrary to what the flesh wants
So we see how these two tribes mutually benefited from each other. Vemos cómo estas dos tribus se beneficiaban uno con, con el otro. One because of the wealth, one because of knowledge. Uno por las riquezas y el otro por el entendimiento. Eh, sabiduría. sabiduría. Now it was around this time of, of this era that was taking place. Y era en esta era. More uh, around the second century. That the Talmud was originated. Donde se originó el Talmud. Listen, guys, whenever I give you words, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Write them down. And here, we're going to touch Greek, Hebrew, and Latin, along with broken Spanish and broken English. <laughs> Now, the Talmud is basically, in, in Hebrew, means to teach. Talmud, en hebreo, significa el enseñar. It can also be expressed as a verb También to learn. Se puede expresar como un verbo para el aprender. And the Talmud is the comprehensive written version of the Jews' oral law. Y el Talmud es simplemente la versión de, lo, de los judíos y la ley oral. That's basically what it is. Now, that being said, the Talmud, it is very good to reference and put time frames in the Word of God. As we know, the Bible is not in chronological order. The Talmud helps you put certain aspects and certain events into place and time frames. El Talmud te ayuda a poner ciertos eh, historias o ciertos momentos en su eh, debido tiempo y en su debido eh, año. But, Pero, that being said, con eso dicho, it should only be referenced solamente debe ser una referencia. because it is not the inspired word of yeah. God. Porque yeah. no es la yes. palabra inspirada de Dios. Please don't miss that. No pierdan eso. It is just a reference. Es simplemente un recurso, una It's referencia. similar to the Septuagint, which is a reference in Greek. These things you use as references to chronologically put events in order within the Bible. But it is not the inspired word of God. Please, just because you have, let's say you do take the time to study these things, Do not just be led by them. They're only references. Solamente son referencias. Amen? Amen. In other words, the Talmud can only be counted as earthly wisdom. El Talmud es solamente eh, sabiduría terrenal. Not that of the spirit. No del espíritu. That's right. Okay. Last thing about Issachar is that he is described as a strong donkey. Isaacar fue descrito como un burro de poder. Let's break that down again. Let's go back to the beginning. Burro de poder. Donkeys back in this era were very prominent creatures, were very good animals to, to be, to, to use, los, right? Los burros en esta era eran animales muy buenos para usar. 
Uh, and so when Issachar here is referenced to a strong donkey, meaning is that they would be strong in a certain aspect of their life, we know that it was not in war, but it was in knowledge. Last time I checked, wars I won because of knowledge. You don't win a war just by brute force. You can send a million soldiers into battle. And in the other side, there could be a hundred thousand. But if they planned out how they're going to attack or how they're going to defend, and you have a million people running straight down the same path, all they need to do is surround those people and they will annihilate those millions of soldiers with 100,000. Knowledge is more powerful than anything you can acquire. Or doesn't the Bible say my people perish for lack of? They don't perish for lack of strength. Lack of knowledge. This tribe knew that. And they set apart themselves to study. We need to be like that tribe. We need to set apart ourselves to study. Let's continue to read. Genesis 49, verse 16. Guys, with me. Verse 16. It says, Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path that bites the horse's heels so that his rider shall fall backwards. Come on. I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. The next four sons Los hijos are the sons of Jacob's concubine. Son los hijos de, de la esposa de Jacob. No, Jacob's concubines. Which, which we know is Bila and Silpa. Now, let's talk about verse 16 for a second. Because there's something key there right at the beginning. It says, Dan shall judge his people. If you guys remember, when Rachel was barren, Raquel estaba estéril, she said, God has judged me, dijo, Dios me ha juzgado, and has remained and I have remained barren. Por eso estoy 
Even though Dan was not her son, Dan no era su hijo, and the son of the concubine instead, y era el hijo de la it was Rachel the one in charge to give the name to the son. Era Raquel la que fue encargada a darle el nombre al hijo. So go, look at to what extent this went. Mira hasta el extento, uh, hasta el, it wasn't hijo. her son. No era su hijo. Yet she was the one that named him. Pero fue ella que le, lo nombró. And she gave him the name of Dan. Y le dio el nombre de Dan. Wow. Which Dan means Dan judge. Juzgar. Dan here is doing what his name means. Dan está haciendo aquí lo que su nombre significa. Jacob is blessing Dan with exactly what his name means. Jacob está bendiciendo a Dan con lo que su nombre significa. Now you might want to think about what you name your future child Ahora, if you're planning to have any children. Now you see the significance and the importance of names. Yeah. We've studied this plenty of times before. Y lo estudiamos muchas veces. Jacob not only described his name, but was also making it a point. Listen. Jacob estaba haciendo un punto, describiendo el nombre, pero quería hacer un punto. That even though Dan was was a son of one of his concubines. Que aunque Dan era un hijo de sus concubinas. He was no different than the others. No era diferente de los otros hijos. He was still giving him a place within his sons. También le estaba dando un lugar entre sus hijos. Because if we study the tribe of Dan, si la tribu de Dan, we know that one of the greatest judge came from this tribe. Uno de los vino de esta tribu. And that was Samson. Y ese fue Samson. Mm. Samson was a descendant of the tribe of Dan. Era de la tribu de Dan. Now, even though we see that this tribe being compared to a serpent, esta tribu fue comparada, como dice el versículo 17, a una serpiente. This is because this tribe was mostly responsible for introducing idolatry yes, to Israel. Yes. Era porque esta tribu fue la responsable de introducir eh, idolatría a esa tribu. And we can see this in the life of Samson. Y vemos eso en la vida de Sansón. Think about it. If you've read Piensa, the book of Judges, si has leído el libro de jueces, you will see that Samson que was involved in pagan parties. He had an affair with Delilah, and we know where that went. But even to the point that he married Pero él se casó a Philistine woman. Una mujer so yes, he was a great judge. Fue un gran juez. But has so many flaws. Pero tenía tantos fallos. A lot of us have been called to do such great things. Muchos hemos sido llamados a hacer cosas grandes. But we have flaws. Pero tenemos fallos. And like I said at the beginning, y como dije al we are a process. Somos un, estamos en un proceso. And the best thing that we can be assured in the midst of a process is that God is involved in it. And that should give you a, a sense of, of, of joy or satisfaction eso that God debe, is working in you. Eso te debe de gozo que Dios está en ti. He doesn't want to leave you the same way. Él no te dejar como estás. So you might have all these messed up areas, but he doesn't want to leave no, you that way. Amen. Come on, that's for somebody in here today. Amen. And because of this, remember what I said at the beginning, mismo, what Philistine means when you translate it. 
Cuando traduces la palabra filisteo. Because of their idolatry. Por su idolatría. Because of all their abomination towards God. Y todas sus abominaciones hacia Dios. They lost. Ellos perdieron. Their land to the Philistines. A los filisteos. And most of this tribe either diminished or died. Y, y mucha de esta tribu se esparció o se murió. The reason why they lost their land to the Philistines, la la a los Philistines not because of the Philistines came to invade them from wherever they were at no is because their border of the promised land era el borde de la bordered that of the Philistines. Era el borde de los Think about what's happening today in the Middle East. Lo que está hoy en el Medio there is a constant battle hay una batalla, for whose land belongs to who? Yeah. Por, por cuál le a quién? The Palestinians yeah. and the Hebrews, y los the Israelites. Los They're constantly fighting hoy to día, see which land belongs to who. That is not new. Eso no es nuevo. That was thousands of years Eso ago. Lo vemos en yeah. wow. 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 Thousands of years ago. They've been fighting for land. Thousands of years ago, people have been dying. When little do they realize that everything on earth and everything in it doesn't belong to any of us. It belongs to him. He is the one that places borders. He is the one that gives territories. But man has taken it upon themselves out of pure greed to acquire more and more and more. So we see that because they are idolatry, they lost all the territory, Por idolatría, vemos que perdieron su territorio. the tribe was dispersed, La tribu fue dispersida. and mostly died. Y muchos murieron. You want to talk about consequences? ¿Quieres hablar de consecuencias? Here you see them. Aquí la ves. Yep. Wow. You want to continue to be involved in pagan things? Estar en cosas paganas, you want to continue to celebrate worldly things yes, yes. which at the end of the day they're considered some part of idolatry itself be careful be careful when consequences come around don't ask why don't ask God why. No le por qué. God has been showing you for quite a bit of time Dios, why you should stop celebrating them. Why you should stop being part of these things. Because there's consequences. Hay Genesis 49, verse 19. Versículo 19. This is a very long blessing right here. Esa una bien larga. Hold on for a second. <laughs> God, a troop shall trump, shall tramp upon him, but he shall triumph at last. Amen. Mic drop. That's the end of the blessing. Esa es la final de I was kidding. <laughs> final de la 
You talk about a short blessing in Sweden to the point, hablamos, God. Hablamos de una bendición corta, es esta, en versículo 19. God. The blessing of God is short and sweet. In other words, this tribe will constantly be attacked, but in the end will prevail. Esta tribu se conoce como la tribu que será constantemente atacada, pero al final triunfará. Look what it says. Mira lo que dice. God, a troop shall tramp upon him, meaning they will be attacked, but he shall triumph at last. He shall be attacked. Será atacado. But he will triumph at last. Pero triunfará al, al final. Come on. Amen. The tribe of God being constantly attacked became fierce warriors. La tribu de God they had siendo, no option. Siendo constantemente atacada, convirtieron, eh, se convirtieron ellos en guerreros fuertes. They had no option. No tenían otra opción. It's either kill or be killed. Es matar o ser matados. Right? That's not how you say it. Matado. That's, that's broken Spanish. Right There's there. the, that's the broken Spanish. <laughs> Matados. You gotta that's help the broken me. Spanish. <laughs> but also, being fierce warriors, Siendo, eh, guerreros, eh, fuertes, this is also a tribe that supplied the most troops to King David. Yes. Esta fue la tribu que suplió eh, los Another guerreros. Otra, otra tribu que suplió guerreros para el rey David. I mean, David truly benefited from the tribe of Gad. Eh, David se benefició de la tribu de Gad. Because these were really tough warriors. Porque fueron guerreros fuertes. And they were faithful to their leader. Y eran fieles a su líder. Mm. But something that God had in common, just like Reuben, pero esta tribu God tuvo algo en común con Rubén. They decided not to go back and enter the promised land. Decidieron no entrar en la tierra prometida. If you guys remember, Rubén never went into the promised land. Rubén tampoco fue a la tierra they prometida. They settled outside the promised land. Se quedaron fuera. Instead, they settled east of the Jordan River. Ellos se quedaron este de, del río de Jordán. Completely outside the promised land. Fuera de la tierra prometida. Is as as they didn't value what the promised land had done for them prior to them actually going back to it. It almost seemed like the last memory or the last thought that Reuben and God had was the, the, uh, the famine, I guess. Eh, la última memoria que a lo mejor tu, eh, tuvo Rubén y Gad fueron el, el, la hambruna. They didn't, real, they didn't realize all the benefit that they had when they reached the promised land the first time with their father Jacob. No vieron el beneficio de la tierra prometida. So again, they chose to settle outside the promised land east of the Jordan River. Se quedaron fuera de la tierra prometida. But look at the second part of that verse 19 where it says, But he shall triumph at last. Pero él triunfará al final. Listen, the words he shall triumph at last. Esas palabras. You and I, as children of God, Tú y yo, como hijos de Dios, should hold on to this nos te, nos que a esto. and should make this our model or our slogan. Y, y hacer esto en that no matter what battles, no matter what come circumstances on. we go to, oh, come on, somebody. No las we shall triumph at last. Al final vamos a That's why I love that song where it says, we will have the victory because the battle is his. The battle is not yours. La batalla no es tuya. 
You don't need to fight the battle. Tú no tienes que pelear la batalla. You sit back and pray. Tú oras. And allow God to intercede. If you do that in order, si tú haces eso, God will give you the victory that He needs to give you. The problem is we take matters into our own hands. And we try to battle all these things. Y queremos batallarnos And then when mismos. it doesn't work out or we're tired, y cuando nos cansamos porque no funciona, then we say, okay, God is yours. Decimos, okay, Dios, ahora tú. He's not the last resort, God. He Él is no the es, first option. Amen. Know that in life we will have many battles. En la vida vamos a aprender muchas batallas. But victory is ours in the end. Pero la victoria es de nosotras al final. Scripture tells you this. Las escrituras te dicen esto. John 16:33. Juan 16:33. Not only does this scripture tells you that. No solamente la escritura te dice esto. But at the beginning of this scripture. Pero al principio de esta escritura. It tells you to have something. Te dice que tienes que tener algo. Go to John 16:33. Vamos a Juan 16:33. And look how this verse starts. Y mira cómo empieza este versículo. These things I have spoken to you, that in me Come on. you may have peace. Stop right there. Here. Yeshua, Jesus, is talking about that in him, aquí, we have peace. Aquí, Yeshua, uh, John 16:33. Yeshua dice que en él vamos a tener shalom, vamos a tener paz. He tells you, have peace first. Primero te dice, ten paz primero. Why do I need peace? ¿Por qué necesito paz? In the world, you will have tribulations. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen. He tells you, have peace. Primero te dice, Ten paz. Because you're going to go through a little something, something. Porque vas a tener aflicciones. But in the end, Pero al final, you shall prevail. Vas a triunfar. In the end, al final, you shall triumph. Vas a triunfar. When we begin to alter our minds, a la de and, and mente, instead of every time we go into a battle, we yeah. fall into defense mode, and instead of going into defense mode, we go into a peace mode, knowing that he is going to battle for us it tells you that in the end you will triumph a lot of your battles are longer than they should be do you know that? a lot of your battles are longer than they should be because you keep sticking your hand in it Muchas de las batallas son más largas que lo que tienen que ser porque tú pones tu mano en esa situación. And you keep trying to fight a fight that you don't need to fight. Y sigues peleando una batalla que no te pertenece. You keep battling a battle that is not yours to battle in the first place. No es tu batalla. It's God's battle, church. Es la batalla del Señor. Not yours. No tuya. 
It is your job to pray. Es tu traba, es tu trabajo orar. Let him fight. Yes. Deja que él pelee. And receive the victory. Y recibe la, la, la victoria. Come on. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. Why would you want to fight something if the fight, if the battle is already won for you? ¿Por qué quieres pelear una batalla que no tiene tu nombre? Come on. Going to the battle or into your uh, uh, whatever tribulation you may be going through with a mind of peace, shalom. Entra tu batalla con una mentalidad de shalom, paz. Or doesn't the, doesn't the word of God tells you that he gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding? O no dice la palabra que él te da la paz que sobrepasa todo entendimiento? Use it. Úsala. Or you just like to read it and turn the page. The peace that surpasses all understanding means that you're going to go into a state of peace that even though you don't understand, you're still going to be there. Then you pray and let him fight. Amen. Amen. Genesis 49:20. We'll continue with the short and sweet blessings. Continuamos con las bendiciones bien cortas. Bread from Asher shall be rich, and he shall yield royal dainties. Period. Asher. Asher. <laughs> now the name Asher. El nombre a hacer means happy. Significa yes, feliz. Yes, mm. The blessing that Jacob gives his tribe is one of well-being and good fortune. La bendición que Jacob le da a esta tribu es de buena fortuna. Look at it. it says, Mira esto. bread will come from Asher, food. Provisión. And he shall be rich. Y será rico. And he shall yield royal dainties. That's it. If you read that, you see that Good fortune and good things are coming from this tribe. Buena fortuna y buenas cosas vienen de esta, tri de, de esta tribu. Now this tribe also, esta tribu también, just like the tribe of Issachar, como la tribu de Issachar, kind of steered away from combat and conflict. Eh, se mantuvo lejos de combate y de guerra. But they were different from the tribe of Issachar into what they reserved themselves to. Pero eran diferentes de la tribu de Isaacar, de Isaacar porque no se reservaron a buscar el conocimiento. Please don't miss this. No pierdan esto. Tomen nota. Think about what's going on nowadays. Remember. Piensa de lo que está pasando ahora mismo, the, hoy en día. The tribe of Isaacar. La tribu de Isaacar. Reserved themselves to study. Se reservó para estudiar. Word. La palabra. Torah. La Torah. This tribe. Esta tribu. The tribe of Asher. La tribu de Aser, reserved themselves to not only be peaceful people, se para ser personas de paz, but study agriculture. Pero estudió agricultura. No, verdad? Yeah, agricultura. Think about what's going on nowadays. Piensa lo que está pasando hoy en día. Think about what happened at the beginning of this pandemic. ¿Qué pasó al principio de esta pandemia? That you went to the stores and there was no food. Fueron a la tienda y no había comida. God forbid there was toilet paper. I don't know why people started buying toilet paper. I still don't understand, I still don't understand it to this no day. No había papel, papel higiénico. I guess people were expecting a very big drought of toilet paper. 
There was no food. No había comida. There was no vegetables to eat. No había vegetales. The stands were wiped out. Los estantes estaban vacíos. As a matter of fact, I came across a study the other day. El otro día vi, um, llegué a un estudio. I'm not going to say the name of this person. No voy a decir el nombre de esta persona. Let's just say they're one of the top three wealthiest person in all the world. Vamos a decir que son las personas la, la una de las tres personas más ricas del mundo entero. They have purchased Ellos compraron millions millones and millions y millones of acres de acres from farmers. De los eh, farmeros. No, not farmeros. That's broken down Spanish again. <laughs> farmers. ¿Cómo es? Jornaleros. ¿Cómo es? Jornaleros. No, farmers, campesinos. Campesinos. Agricultor. This person has bought millions and millions of acres from these farmers. Compraron millones y millones de acres. And has come into an agreement with one of the biggest companies of meat. Y entraron en acuerdo con una de las compañías más grandes de carne. To control. Para controlar. The meat supply. Lo que van a suplir de carne. And the vegetable supply. Y lo que van a suplir de vegetales. Think about what's going on nowadays with this pandemic. Piensa en lo que está pasando con esta pandemia. If this person were to succeed. Si esta persona eh, llega a comprar todo esto y controla la carne y los vegetales. And they control all the meats and all the vegetables that you can eat. De, de que tú puedas comer. And tells you how you can purchase, for what amount you can purchase. There will be millions of people starving. You think there's people starving now? There's going to be a whole lot of more people starving if this takes place. Guys. These things that we're teaching are eye openers for you guys. And it's interesting because these were principles from Genesis. Since the beginning of the book, God has been warning us to make sure que nos aseguremos that we have some sort of land or whatever it may be que nosotros tengamos algún tipo de tierra that if it gets to this point que si llega a este punto we will be able to supply ourselves podamos suplir a nuestra familia not only familia, supply ourselves no solamente a nuestra familia but possibly supply our brothers and sisters pero también suplir a nuestros hermanos y nuestras hermanas because if you think that this government that is in place now is heading in the right direction porque si piensas que este gobierno va hacia la dirección correcta Just look at who's head in charge. Solamente mira la cabeza que está encargado ahora. Look at the people that are head in charge in different departments. Mira las personas encargadas en los departamentos del gobierno. Look at the things they're signing off on. Mira las cosas que están permitiendo. Executive orders. Órdenes ejecutivas. And since they control the House, the Senate, and the, and the President, the other party can't do anything about it. Guys, it's not getting any better. Do not, do not, please believe for one second that no this so-called uh, vaccine 
and this whole things they're promising is anything good. Es, es algo bueno. As a matter of fact, I came over another study yesterday that Pfizer, the one that came out with the vaccine, saying that the vaccine is only good for three months. Dice que es solamente bueno por tres meses. By the way, it was a trial period. Es un, un, un We just needed to come up with something. Es un periodo de, oh eh, de prueba, en otras palabras. Go look it up. Busca, estudia. Go look it up. If you think I'm playing around. It was a trial. Do you actually think for, and this is a little bit side off, I'm getting a little bit off, but please, I want you to give, I, I want you guys to think about for a second. Piensa un momento. Do you guys think that in the midst of a year, que en un año, you can possibly come up with a vaccine puedes, eh, construir o hacer una vacuna for a worldwide pandemic, por una pandemia mundial. but they've been studying cancer for hundreds of years Pero and han, they haven't found a cure for it? They've been studying AIDS for years and they haven't found a cure for it? No han encontrado cura para el cancer, ni el SIDA. Let's not even go that far. Tuberculosis. No vamos a ir muy lejos. Vamos a hablar de la tuberculosis. Which, by the way, as you guys remember, I said, has actually killed more people la, than coronavirus. La tuberculosis ha matado más personas que el COVID. They don't have a vaccine for it. No tienen una vacuna. They haven't even bothered to look for a vaccine for it. Ni, ni han, eh, una vacuna. But people are putting their trust on a vaccine that came out in less than a year. Six months. Six months. My people perish. My people perish for lack of knowledge. People get persuaded way too easy. But since the beginning of time, guys, God has been instructing us to do the right things is that man himself has steered away from everything. Wow. The land that the tribe of Asher occupied la tierra que la tribu de Aser ocupó, bear fruit tuvo fruto, and daily necessities. Para las necesidades diarias. This wasn't a very wealthy tribe. Esta no era una tribu muy, eh, rica. But remember what I said earlier. Pero lo que dije al It wasn't about what they wanted. No era no era sobre lo que querían. It's what they needed. Es sobre lo que ellos necesitaban. And they had more than enough of what they needed. Amen. Y ellos tenían más que suficiente de lo que necesitaban. Come on. Amen. And so do we. Praise God. Other than that, there isn't much to say about this tribe. Aparte de eso, no hay más nada que decir sobre esta tribu. Again, there was no military person. No había personas militares. No important descendants. No, no había descendencias importantes. Nor there was any judges. No había tampoco jueces. Amen. Amen. And we're going to finish with this. Y vamos a terminar con este. This last son. Y el, este último hijo. Again, remember, these four sons that we went over were the sons of the concubines. Recuerde, estos cuatro hijos que hablamos hoy y las tribus eran los hijos de las concubinas. Genesis 49, verse 21. Versículo 20, 21. This is even shorter. Este, says, esta bendición es aún más corta. Naftali is a deer let loose. He uses beautiful words. You read that and you say, what can we possibly get out of this? 
We're going to get to that in a minute. This is the last son of Jacob concubine. Este es el último hijo de la, la concubina de Jacob. And he's given a very brief blessing. Y le dieron una bendición bien corta. It almost seems as his blessing is insignificant. Eh, parece que esta bendición como que no tiene mucho sentido o mucho valor. But is it? Pero es así. The words chosen by Jacob to bless Naphtali are very precise. Las palabras que escogió Jacob para bendecir a Naphtali fueron muy precisas. Remember the beginning. Recuerdan el principio. Zebulun. Zebulon. Remember that his territory que el territorio de Zebulon, and what the waves of the sea, what, what his tribe would cover y lo que su tribu, su territorio cubría, will be spoken later on by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 1. The words that Jacob spoke over Naphtali, the blessing that he spoke over this tribe, la bendición que Jacob habló sobre la tribu de Naphtali, were precise because what? Two things. Por dos razones. The first one, he calls this tribe a deer. Eh, él llama a esta tribu un mensajero. No. A deer. Eh, un venado. Un venado. Venado. A deer, or throughout scripture, speaks of a hint. A hint is also a similar or a synonym to deer. Un venado. No, a hint. In scripture, it speaks of a hint. It's a synonym to a deer. Okay. Un venado. I don't know what a hint is. <laughs> Which is another word for deer. Again, yeah. every time it speaks of this hint in throughout scripture, Cada vez que habla del venado en, en las escrituras, it speaks of a favorable situation. Habla de una situación favorable. Mm. So it starts by giving the blessing Empieza to, con dar la bendición to Naphtali as a favorable blessing. Como una bendición favorable. Why is it a favorable blessing? ¿Por qué es una bendición favorable? Because of the second part of that blessing. Por la segunda parte de la, esta bendición. He uses beautiful words. Pronuncia discurso hermoso. So what? ¿Y qué? So what if you don't study? ¿Y qué si no estudias? This is also precise. Esto es muy preciso. Because the territory that Naphtali was porque el territorio de Naftali, it was the same territory where Yeshua recruited most of his apostles and his ministry began. Porque fue el territorio donde Yeshua eh, recogió todos sus apóstoles eh, y donde su ministerio empezó. Okay, that flew over your head. I'm going to repeat it again. Lo voy a repetir porque no se dieron cuenta. He uses beautiful words. Usa eh, y pronuncia discursos hermosos. Why? ¿Por qué? Because it was Yeshua himself that in his territory began his ministry. What better words and what more beautiful words are than these? Amen. Porque fue en su territorio que Yeshua empezó su ministerio. ¿Y cuál hay? ¿Y dónde hay palabras más preciosas que esta? It wasn't the words that Naphtali used that were beautiful. No eran las palabras que Naphtali usó que eran hermosas. It was the words that were spoken in his territory through the son that would come later on. Eran las palabras que fueron habladas en su territorio a través del hijo que iba a venir. Remember, the blessing is not for the head, it was for the descendants. La bendición no es para la 
cabeza es para los descendentes. I'm not saying that Yeshua came from the tribe of Naphtali. Yo no digo que que Yeshua viene de la tribu de Naphtali. We know he came from the tribe of Judah. Judah. Viene vino de la tribu de Judá. But it was in this territory that his words were spoken and his ministry oh began. Pero en esa en ese territorio que sus palabras fueron habladas y su ministerio empezó. What wow. more beautiful words than that? There isn't more beautiful words than those. No hay palabras más hermosas que las palabras de Yeshua. Than that of our Savior. Que esas de nuestro Salvador. That because of those words. Que por esas palabras hermosas. And because of those recruitments. Y por los que él recogió como apóstoles. You and I are standing here, sitting here today. Tú y yo estamos aquí aprendiendo. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, this tribe tribu, might not have been blessed with material things. No fue bendecida con cosas materiales. But was blessed by the start of the greatest ministry ever started. Pero fue bendecida con el comienzo del ministerio más grande que, que ha existido. And that's the one of Jesus. Amen. The Amen. one of Yeshua. Amen. 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 And it's interesting because this same prophecy or this same blessing Esta misma bendición is spoken together es, eh, fue hablada también. that's why I say it's so important that you guys follow along Por eso digo, es tan que sigan esas with the same blessing and same prophecy of Sebulun in, verse, in chapter 9 verse 1 of Isaiah eh, que fue en Isaiah, 9. go with me to Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1, Vamos a Isaías, 9, 1. and we're going to end with this Look how everything is tied together. Mira como todo lo de la lo de la Biblia se ata uno al otro. Come on, man. Aquí venimos a aprender. Gloria a Dios. Isaiah chapter nine, verse one. It says, Nevertheless, the gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first. He lightly steamed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea, the Via Maris, as is, is translated in Latin. This speaks about the coverage of the land of Zebulun beyond the Jordan. Remember, he covered from both sides in Galilee of the Gentiles, the people, sorry, in Galilee of the Gentiles. Mas no habrá siempre oscuridad para la que está ahora en angustia, tal como la aflicción que le vino en el tiempo que livianamente tocaron la primera vez a la tierra de Zebulón y a la tierra de Naftali, pues al fin llenará de gloria el camino del mar de aquel lado de Jordán en Galilea de los Gentiles. These tribes that we learned about today Estas que hoy were tribes of the northern kingdom. Fueron tribus del Reino Norte. The tribes that were dispersed. Eh, eh, las tribus que fueron dispersadas. The tribe of the Gentiles. Las tribus de los gentiles. That will come back again at the end. Que en los últimos tiempos el Señor está recogiendo. He's bringing back together. Que está trayendo de with vuelta. With Ephraim as one stick. Como Ephraim con un palo. And Judah as the other stick. Y Judá con el otro palo. That will come together. Y se juntarán. And form one nation. Y formarán una casa, una nación. Wow. 
the house of Israel. Praise the Lord. God is coming back not for a divided nation or a divided house. He is coming back for a house that's gathered together like you and I are here this morning. Both Jew and Gentile together that will be called one nation. Ten tribes down. Diez tribus todavía están dispersadas. Dispersas. No, ten tribes down. We finished with ten tribes. Ah, terminamos ahora con diez tribus. We have two to go. Tenemos dos más. These two tribes that are coming up. Estas dos tribus que vamos a hablar la semana que viene. Were actually split. Fueron eh, divididas. Between the northern kingdom. Entre el reino del norte. And the southern kingdom. Y el reino del sur. Please don't miss next week. No se pierdan la semana que viene. We might conclude chapter 49 and 50 together. Vamos a concluir con el favor de Dios. 49 y 50 y terminamos. Which el... will finish the book of Genesis. But it's the final chapter on the blessing of the 12 tribes. Pero es el último capítulo de la bendición de las 12 tribus. And you don't want to miss no the end. Y no quieren perder el final. It's like starting to read a book and you don't read the ending of the book. You need to have a knowledge of these 12 tribes. Que saber y tener de estas 12 so you can think about what's going on today in the world. And you can put two and two together. Y lo dos y dos Everything that's happening on in the world now is nothing new. Todo lo que está pasando en el mundo ahora no es nada nuevo. It came from the beginning. Yeah. Vino desde el principio. It's been battling before, since the beginning. Desde el principio empezó todo. Don't miss next week, guys. No se pierdan la semana que viene. Let's go ahead and pray. Amen, amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and send a close.